Hey guys, it's Denver here and I'm back with another podcast. Today I am speaking about pre-workout nutrition and this one was actually motivated or encouraged by my housemate who is a personal trainer. Won't throw him under the bus and tell you his name, but last night he decided it would be a great idea to have a smoothie consisting of bananas, skim milk, Nutella, oats, probably some protein powder too, and I think some honey, and then immediately go straight to the gym to train arms. Now, arms kind of isn't really a training session. Uh, In most cases, it's not very challenging. However, I watched him and I was like, are you you kidding, man? Like, you're having all this uh, fiber and fat pre-workout. And it led me to being right here speaking about this topic. And I've written a short and simple blog uh, article on my website about this, exactly what I'm about to talk about right now. But I guess it's, it's you know, still useful to speak about it here because people do stop and tell me that they listen to my podcast, which is awesome. Thanks very much for doing that. And it's always really cool to meet people as well. Uh, so feel free to let me know that anytime you see me at the gym or wherever it might be. But you know, maybe there's a different audience over here. So let's talk about it right now. So the focus on pre-workout nutrition uh, really is to prime the body to maximize your potential training performance. So we don't want to do things that hinder your abilities to lift as much weight as possible or your desired rep range, Um, you know, perform the tasks that you have planned in your training programming, uh, whether it's, you know, strength specific or cardio specific even or just general fitness we want to ensure we're giving our body the right nutrients at the right time to give it its best opportunity to perform very well Uh, we also want to feel as comfortable as possible when doing these things so we don't want to lift weights and feel bloated um, or be in the gym for 90 minutes to maybe two hours in some cases and feel sleepy or tired or lethargic so we have to be really smart with what we're putting into our body before the training session, during the training session. Um, and you know, that's pretty much it. I guess you could say post-workout as well. It's also important to have the right nutrients at the right time. And this is where nutrient timing really matters. So nutrient timing definitely matters. I did a post about this on Instagram a few weeks ago and I actually did a poll on my Instagram story about this. And I asked like, does nutrient timing matter? And the majority of people said it doesn't just hit your macros, which is absolutely completely incorrect. Um, Regardless of how you look at it, nutrient timing does matter, but to the degree that it matters is uh, where we can start to create a discussion. But it is important to know that nutrient timing does matter. And, you know, especially around your workouts, it does, because if you're throwing down, you know, a Big Mac meal right before you train, chances are, Uh, feeling comfortable when lifting is not going to happen and priming your body for maximal performance is not going to happen either. So you've just um, gone against our two goals when it comes to fueling your body uh, with the right nutrients at the right time to perform your best. So something that I often reflect on is a statement that one of my mentors has said in the past and probably says often And it is that your pre-workout nutrition starts as soon as your training session ends. So as soon as your training session ends today, that is when your pre-workout nutrition starts for your next session. Now that might sound kind of weird to a lot of people because most people tend to think 
my pre-workout meal is one to two hours before I train or whatever it might be. But really, the carbohydrates and foods that you're consuming in general post-workout and that time leading up to your next training session, whether it's 12 hours later or 24 hours later or whatever it might be, all of that food is getting broken down, assimilated and stored uh, for later use. And, you know, carbohydrates get stored in the muscle as glycogen and we use that when we train, we break that down. And all the food that you eat between session to session plays a role in how you perform in your next training session. Now, a lot of people don't really realize this or think about it in this way, but we should really think that yesterday's food will uh, contribute to or fuel our training session for today. So you fill up those glycogen stores and you are going to perform really well tomorrow. Um, when it comes to that real pre-workout um, carbohydrate intake, so what you have you know, 30 minutes before you train or an hour before you train, that really is there to fuel your nervous system. So think about the food that you ate, you know, six to 10 to 12 to 24 hours before your training session as fuel towards being strong and, you know, using your muscles, using your, your glycogen. And um, think about the nutrients that you have, the carbohydrate, carbohydrates you have right before you train or even during training as fueling your nervous system. Because in some cases, you can have low levels of glycogen from just poor nutrient intake, you know, hours and hours prior to your workout, maybe going to a very low carb diet and whatever you have right before you train isn't going to digest and be used soon enough as energy, um, you know, or get broken down and stored into your muscles soon enough and then utilized in that way. And it really is just fueling your nervous system for the most part um, with an increase of glucose in your blood. So, it's important to think about it like that. And then when you think about it like that, then you really do think that nutrient timing does matter and you know how you fuel your body today will affect how you train tomorrow. And always try to keep that in mind. So, you know, I really like that quote from Dan Garner. Pre-workout starts when your post-workout or when your training session ends. Now, to get more into it and discuss exactly how I would set up pre-workout nutrition, I guess we have to look at breaking it down into what our goals are. And one of our goals is to definitely maintain adequate hydration, which will obviously have an effect on our training performance and our ability to be as strong as possible. So research shows that a even 2% um, level or um, state of dehydration can cause you to perform poorly. So we definitely wanna make, sh make sure that we have sufficient hydration at the same time, we also want to have amino acids circulating, uh, so having a protein source is important there. We want to have fast active or fast acting energy, so glucose, carbohydrates, again for your nervous system uh, for the most part. We also want to have electrolytes to ensure that we aren't cramping up or anything like that, uh, which works well with maintaining adequate hydration. We want to have a good mental focus for the most part, everybody wants to perform at their best and we also want to have low digestive stress. So as mentioned before, we want to feel comfortable when we lift. We don't want to feel like we're digesting food. We feel bloated. We feel full. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's actually a struggle to get your lifting belt on when you want to deadlift or squat because of the amount of food that you've consumed uh, prior to lifting or the types of food that you've consumed as well. So essentially, we're looking to completely eliminate and minimize your dietary fat intake as well as your fiber intake. 
Uh, at the same time, when it comes to digestive stress, I would go, I would lean towards keeping your carbohydrates below 100 grams total uh, pre-workout and intra-workout. So, you know, some people like to have some carbs pre-workout and then sip on some glucose like Gatorade or Staminade while they're training. And collectively, your pre-workout carbohydrates as well as your intra-workout carbohydrates together shouldn't exceed over 100 grams of carbohydrates. That's to keep GI stress low and to basically feel good. And, um, you know, that's one of the main goals when it comes to your pre-workout, to feel good. So no fat, no fiber, and keeping your carbs below 100 grams. Even if you have a really, really high carb intake on a day-to-day basis, you know, you could always have more carbs earlier in the day, more carbs later in the day. There is no concern about eating carbs at nighttime or anything like that. And remember that your post-workout nutrition will fuel your next training session as well as your recovery. So there's really no concerns around having a high amount of carbohydrates post-workout and post-post-workout and uh, earlier in the day as well. So the recommendations that I make when it comes to pre-workout is to have, like if you're looking for specific numbers, something that I like to use is around an hour and a half or to two hours before I train, I look to have something like 0.4 grams per kilo of body weight when it comes to protein. So I weigh 100 kilos right now, hypothetically. So 0.4 would be 40 grams of protein um, in an actual food source, or it could be protein powder, whichever one I prefer. Probably going to lean towards protein powder in most cases, just because it is convenient. Um, With that, I'm looking to have 0.6 grams per kilo of body weight of carbohydrate, uh, a low fiber carbohydrate. So again, 0.6 grams per kilo, that's going to be 60 grams of carbohydrates for me. And a low fiber source that I like would be something like rice crackers. There's got, they have a very high protein, sorry, they have a very high carbohydrate content per 100 grams. So per 100 grams of rice crackers, you're looking at like 74 to 80 grams of carbohydrate, depending on what flavor you have or brand. And they also have a high amount of sodium as well, which you know is part of the electrolyte part and can help you to have a really good pump um, and stay hydrated. So I like to do that because it is very low fiber and very low fat. And then about 45 minutes before I train or maybe 30 minutes before I train, I like to have more carbohydrate, something like 0.4 grams uh, per kilo of body weight. And this time I'm going to be looking at a liquid-based carbohydrate source. So again, your Gatorade, your Staminade, um, you know, sometimes some people like cranberry juice. I tend to have that post-workout sometimes because I like the taste of it. Um, you know, having a liquid-based nutrient Um, at that point in time, obviously, is going to have low stress on your body, it's going to increase your hydration, and it's going to give you the carbohydrates that we're looking for. Uh, In addition to that, I would have caffeine um, with that liquid-based carbohydrate, and typically I'm looking to have 3 milligrams or more per kilo of body weight. So again, for me, being 100 kilos, that's 300 milligrams at the low end, and the top end would be 6 milligrams per kilo of body weight, so that's 600. So that's quite a high amount. And right now, I feel like the low end is effective enough for me, and I don't really need to tip it up too high or top it up too high um, and get up to those higher levels. So that's how I would set up my pre-workout nutrition. We're looking for maximal hydration. We're looking to have amino acids through the protein source. We're looking to have glucose, um, you know, and we're looking to have good mental focus with the caffeine, low digestive stress, and essentially looking to control our total carbohydrate intake 
have no fiber, have no fat, and have a really good training session. Now to add to that, and more recently what I've been doing, is actually having a meal about two hours pre-workout with similar numbers, the 0.4 grams per kilo for protein and the 0.6 for the carbohydrates. Uh, but I tend to, not always, but in some cases, try to just make that a proper meal. Chicken breast and rice uh, with a bit of salsa or something like that. And then the 30 to 40 minutes prior liquid-based food, I'm actually doing that intra-workout instead. So I'm just sipping on that on that while I train for the most part. I typically train for about an hour and a half in most cases. So drinking that throughout my workout, you know, it maintains hydration, obviously. It gives me electrolytes, it gives me the carbohydrates, and it gives me the psychological boost that I need to keep pushing in the gym. And lately, I've been actually adding a small amount of whey protein to that. So I'll mix the whey protein with the staminate uh, to increase the amount of amino acids coming in. And it takes the, um, I guess I would say it takes the the need to really have that post-workout meal immediately after. It kind of takes it away a little bit. Uh, either way, your pre-workout meal, the food's still digesting, your body's still you know, breaking it down whilst you're training for the most part. So it's not like you need post-workout nutrition immediately post-workout, but having some protein and carbohydrates together while you're training in a liquid form, for me, it tends to work quite well. So that might be something you might want to consider doing as well. I do get some of my clients to do that. And that's pretty much it when it comes to pre-workout nutrition. So Mr. Personal Trainer that lives with me now, hopefully I don't see you consuming Nutella and oats and all these types of foods right before you train. And I'm pretty sure it was just a one-off thing. It's not something that he would typically do, but, um, you know, it still brought us here today and I'm glad it did. So shout out to that guy. And I will speak to you guys soon. That's it for the podcast today. Nice and short, under 15 minutes. Hope you guys have a great day and I'll speak to you guys soon.